It is June 12th, 2018, and we have breaking news, a new name, same game, exclusive report. Thurn has officially ended his holdout from the podcast. <laughs> How does it feel, Thurn? How does yeah, it feel it to get, feels, get this behind you? feels good to get it behind me. Um, feels good to be back in the game. Um, you know, I was starting to get a little worried that the deal wouldn't get done. And, uh, you know, it, your, your reps, your agents, and, and your management, they, uh, they were able to come through for me. Yeah, to, you know, to talk to the brass and finally get a deal done. You know, yeah. I was debating on holding out myself. But, uh, you know, with all the recent holdouts going on around the football world, I thought it would just be a bit excessive. I mean, yeah. we already got the biggest names in Aaron Donald and Khalil Mack and those guys. Putting Grizz and Thurn on the holdout list would have just put it over the top and now, sent the football world into into uh, well, disarray. I, I agree, but are you calling me extra right now? I mean, I'm not not calling you extra. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> I think the holdout was a bit excessive, okay. to say the least. Now, but. with this holdout, do you still have the same feelings? You know, do you, or, or, is it past us now, or are you going to kind of hold that against Absolutely, me? Absolutely, man. I'm a teammate. You got yours. Okay. You got paid. You know, you, you know, I, your production reflected that you deserved a new contract. So yeah. I can respect. That. I agree. Uh, I'm more of a team-based guy myself, so that's why I kind of stuck it out. Good for um, you. You know, and decided not to hold out and to participate in the OTAs. Okay. So Interesting. But I, I can respect your holdout. You got a, you got an extra mouth to feed now. <laughs> you got a family. So much uh, much respect there. Yep. Just, need to get, need just to wouldn't get have done it if it was me. That's all I'm saying. But. Yeah, well... <laughs> People have different motives. There are some major holdouts across the league. Mm-hmm. Uh, we just broke the news that yours has ended. Aaron Donald, rightfully so, dude needs a new contract. I mean, obviously, but I mean, you look at Aaron Donald's holdout last year. That went into the season. Yeah, he didn't. He didn't go through training camp or anything. Yeah, I don't. I don't think he went through training camp. I don't think he went through preseason, and I think he was back like. The week before the actual season yeah, started. Yeah, he came back for week one. Yeah. Uh, Khalil Mack, again, still on his rookie deal. Will get a contract, just wants it sooner rather than later. David Johnson, uh, another guy coming off a big injury. Missed the whole season, but based off his production, I think he's another guy that definitely should be paid accordingly. Taylor Lewan, Julio Jones, Le'Veon Bell, Earl Thomas. Uh, those are just a few of the the marquee names holding out across the league. I think I see this both ways. Uh, You know, these guys are all proven veteran stars in this league. Uh, You know, they've, they've shown what they can do. They've shown what they're capable of. I don't think these OTAs are really that important for them as an individual. Uh, You know, the downside is, you know, you're coming into training camp and that a little bit out of shape, but the big thing is, I think, with the team, not being there with your team because, you know, you look at David Johnson, new coach, Khalil Mack, new coach, uh, Taylor Lewan, new uniforms that are terrible. <laughs> you don't like those? Uh, I'm not a fan. I kind of I, I kind of like them a little bit. I like the I like their helmets. Can't say I like the white helmets. Can't say I'm a fan of the navies. Yeah. Um, Earl Thomas, you know, Pete Carroll's still there, but they're on a completely rebuilt youth-infused roster, so a lot of these guys just not being there to 
be around for instilling the culture change, having that new coaching staff and the new schemes and all that stuff. I think that's where the big problem uh, lies with me personally. You know, like we said, they they don't need to be there personally. But the chemistry aspect, yeah, the chemistry aspect and the uh, you know just the whole concept of everybody being on the same page and and, right, you know, it's and training camps just around the corner. So, and I can understand these guys holding out. This is on the GMs and the owners to get these guys paid because every one of these guys is a big time player, and they should all be paid accordingly. And you know they're super valuable to their team. Go down the list. I mean, Aaron Donald and Mac, probably the two best defensive players in the league. David Johnson, workhorse, probably a top, top three running yeah, back. top three running back. Taylor Lewan, Garden Mariota's blindside, the franchise. Julio. Say no more. Uh, Le'Veon Bell. Say no more. <laughs> yeah, and Earl Thomas, probably the best safety in the league. So yeah. all these guys are big-time players, and these GMs really need to uh, to figure something out to get these guys paid. Who do you think right now, if, if one of them had to be signed, who would you think? <sighs> you know, I'm going to – Go a little outside the box here and say Earl Thomas. I, I was going to say the exact same thing. Now let um, me hear your reasoning. Just because of he's he's a leader. He's been a leader on that team, and you've lost so much. You lost Sherman. Camp Chancellor's getting old. He's had a million problems. I think he's got a neck issue. Um, they've brought in so many young guys and new faces that – you need that leadership around. And Earl Thomas has been in this league for a while. Yeah, he's getting up there in age, but that's a guy you got to have around for as much as you can because Pete Carroll is a college-style coach, bringing in a whole new group of players. There's really not many guys that they kept around, any like key guys at least. So I think you know having Russ there, having Earl Thomas there, Doug Baldwin, guys that have that have proven themselves in that system and been a part of the culture in seattle they need to be there yeah to show these young guys the way because if you know seattle kind of came out of nowhere back in what 2011 2012 they had a young unproven roster with just a lot of a lot of talent and a lot of guys that Pete carroll wanted to develop and i think this is a similar scenario you know the seahawks could make another run this year they they've replaced a lot they lost a lot of big time guys but they brought in some new guys so Having as much as much of those guys around, as many of those guys around as you can, uh, is super important. Outside of that, uh, obviously you want to get Donald and Max signed. Yeah, uh, I think I think uh, David Johnson's pretty big there too because the quarterback situation in Arizona is very dicey. Bradford, Glennon, and then Rosen. Uh, you know, you're going to need need someone uh, to pick up the slack for them because you know Brad. There's gonna, they're probably all three of those guys are probably gonna see action this year. So having DJ around building chemistry with all those guys, uh, I would say is probably pretty important. Yeah, I would agree. I want to, I want to go back to Earl Thomas real quick. Yeah. Um, with with Earl, I, that was my exact same one. I thought Earl Thomas was an, the number one guy that needed to get signed for his team mm-hmm. for that for that reason, and it's because of very similar to what you said. But you know, back in you know. 2013, 2014, 2015, when the, their defense were they were just a bunch of bad dudes. Yeah, the Legion of Boom. Yeah, and and when they have a whole new revamped defense, you have to have someone from that old 
mm-hmm. defense to kind of instill that you know that, that attitude mentality. mentality to these new people so that you can maintain that because it w- it worked for them they were they they fed off of that and if you sign Earl Thomas he's really he's the only guy left that's going to be able to you know, really put that into those younger people. And from an X's and O's standpoint, you know, Seattle pretty much plays one high safety most of the time. So Earl Thomas is their center fielder. Everything's mm-hmm. in front of him. Ever all the other twenty one guys are all in front of him. He's the yep. last line of defense, sees everything develop. So he knows that defense like the back of his hand. Uh and again, that just goes back to the point, having him around, teaching those guys the scheme, building the chemistry with them. Uh, those type of things is very important. So I think Seattle really needs to uh, figure something out one way or another. I think they will. And, you know, there was a lot of trade rumors with him earlier in the offseason yeah. too. How about those Gronk trade rumors? Did you hear? Yeah, those? that was just like one day. I know. Like he's gonna be traded by the end of the day, and then it never <laughs> happened. And then it just died after that. That's crazy. Uh, moving on, our beloved Cleveland Browns. Uh, it's been announced and known for a little bit now that they will be featured on HBO's Hard Knocks this summer, starting August 7th. I cannot wait. I can't either. I uh, love Hard Knocks. You know, from a from a fan standpoint, I'm just absolutely excited. From a different fan standpoint, I'm trying to think of the word. From like a, uh, a person who genuinely cares and wants what's best for the team standpoint, not the non-fanboy side of me, I'll put it that way, Makes me kind of skeptical. Yeah, having cameras around with just scares me a little bit. So many moving parts this year with all the new guys, new players coming in. Todd Haley running the offense now. You have Baker Mania hitting the town. Uh, you know Jarvis Lane. A lot of personalities, a lot of new faces. So having cameras around for that could, in my eyes cause these guys to not be genuine and not be themselves and kind of want to put on a show for the cameras yeah we don't need that right now and this is basically ground zero year one for us i mean we're Mm -hmm. starting from scratch again kind of (laughs) again again i don't know this is this feels like just a completely new launching of the team i think that it helps having hugh who was on it with the Bengals, and greg williams who was on it with the rams i think that definitely helps us a little bit because maybe they can really kind of drill into those guys heads you know just be yourself don't don't try to do anything stupid for the cameras you know just we want to show that we are really trying to move this program in the right direction and that's a great great statement great point you make there because hugh jackson was himself did you see him dive into the lake i did and his ass fell out of his shorts yes i saw that right in front of the nfl films camera so that is a very hugh jackson thing yeah so he's being himself he's setting the tone right away i kind of love it even though it's kind of embarrassing and he said no more freaking losing or something like that while he was splashing in the water like a little kid (laughs) he should have thought he damn it a lifeguard would have thought he was drowning. <laughs> Where's your water wings at, little guy? <laughs> uh, what uh, what do you expect from Hard Knocks? What are you, you know, what are you expecting to see, or what are you hoping to see? Uh, well, what I have seen in the past from Hard Knocks, you know, with the Rams, with the Buccaneers, with the there's Dolphins. always the few general storylines, the yeah. higher profile guys, and yeah. Maybe a couple guys that are on the fringe of making the roster that, you know, the feel-good story. and You know, those are some of the headlines, and they always focus on a few guys. But Yeah. I think that, um, you know, with the hype that the Buccaneers got 
last year. That was rough. I do not want to see that happen with the Browns. But at the same time, you know, maybe the Browns need that kind of hype. Maybe maybe because they are, a, you know, a, a smaller, you know, franchise. You know, yeah. they're not like the Cowboys or the Patriots. Right. So they, the more media attention they get, kind of like boosts their confidence a little yeah, bit, I guess I you could say. Um, I, I am curious to see Josh Gordon. I'm sure he will be one of the storylines. That's story going to lines. be a huge storyline yeah. for sure. Um, I am just today he he was trending on Twitter, and my heart dropped. He looks like he's on steroids. He does, which is what did you think? That's why your heart dropped. My heart dropped because for, I thought he got in trouble for pop something. for peds, PEDs. Yes. I thought he got in trouble for something, and then I just looked, and they were talking about how him and Jarvis Landry think that they have the best receiving core in the NFL, which, I mean, it, it's pretty good. It's up there. But um, On paper. I'm excited to see Josh Gordon. Um, Baker, obviously, I'm excited to see Baker. Uh, I don't know. There's just I'm just keeping an open mind going into this. See, this is something that is just going to give the Browns a good look, I think. Uh, you know, everybody can bash them and has spent so many years making fun of them and well, shit. It's, I mean, it's so easy. And now you're finally going to at least get an inside look on, hey, what the hell are they doing over there? Now I think this is going to be good exposure for them at least. You know, this is – this, and this puts Hugh Jackson in a, in a position where he's coaching for his life pretty much here. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, the people are going to see how much talent we have on this roster – and they're going to look at Hugh Jackson, and they're going to say, "All right, this—it's on this guy." Ultimately, you know what I mean. So, what uh, what are you looking forward to the most out of anything to to get from out of all this? Um, really, I want to see the maturity that Baker, yeah, has from from the day he was drafted to uh, by the end of Hard Knocks. What? has he done i want to see you know hopefully they they show his leadership abilities that's because what i really want to see too they have already said that people are just flocking to him already and i want to see how and why. yeah what like, is I he doing that that is you know they talked about it he talked about it before the draft how <laughs> he yeah exactly he walked into the room said he he and next thing you know everyone in the entire freaking uh facilities <laughs> doing it so i think i think um seeing baker's leadership qualities out on tape is the biggest thing that I want to see. Yeah, I'm excited for that. I really want to see Denzel Ward lined up against like Josh Gordon, uh, David and Joku, maybe some of these bigger guys just to get a gauge see of what he's got physically where he's at. See because, his range because you know he's listed at almost six foot five eleven, about a buck eighty five, a buck ninety. Not very big. Yeah, I want to see with my own eyes how he stacks up because you know you can see Twitter videos and pictures and stuff, but I want to see an up close HBO camera shot of Ward up in uh, Josh Gordon's kitchen or something. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, absolutely. I think you know and. He's moved himself up the depth chart. Like he's yeah. getting reps with the ones now, yeah. so he's obviously doing something right. Um, if he's got to guard Josh Josh Gordon, you know, I just it's great practice. You're getting he, he could be one of the he would I I guarantee you he'd be an elite receiver in the NFL if if he wouldn't have gotten oh, in trouble. Yeah. yeah, if he could have kept so his now, nose clean. Yeah. yeah, so now um, Denzel Ward is going up against this, and he's getting the best practice he can possibly get. And even if he's guarding uh, Jarvis Landry, 
another good guy, another yeah. quick guy who's get, who's going to make you get out of your brakes fast. So you got to he's figuring it out because we Very got the different right types of receivers too. Exactly, so he's, he's getting all sorts of looks. He's definitely a guy I'm going to keep my eye on. I want to just pretty much all these rookies. Obviously, I'm really looking forward to Miles. Just the uh, seeing like some. Some like slow mo camera shot of him walking out to practice, looking like a fucking Greek god or yeah. something. You know what I how mean? Ma- how many times do you think they bring up dinosaurs in HBO? Oh, well, the year they had William Hayes on there when he was with the uh, Dolphins, I think, or no, the Rams, because he was a big dinosaur guy. Yeah. He didn't believe in dinosaurs. Yeah, and he was a big mermaid guy, and they just rode that storyline yeah. out. So. See, they always have that one annoying storyline that is just... Did you see that, that picture the Browns posted of Miles like waving to the camera the other day? Uh-uh. It was just a picture of Miles like with his <laughs> hand up waving, and uh, he, he retweeted it and commented and said, I come in peace Monday through Saturday or something like that. <laughs> What a guy. He's a quarterback killer. I'm looking forward to him for sure. Who do you think has the most to gain just from the hard knock hard knocks experience? Because, you know, a lot of the, some of these higher profile guys, I don't think it's gonna be a huge a huge thing for them because they're household names, but maybe some under the radar guys that you think, you know, even if they don't make the roster or make a big impact, who's gonna make a name for themselves on hard knocks? I think um, you know, if it comes down to it where Sean Coleman is replacing Joe Thomas at left tackle. Yeah. Um, I think that's going to be a big one because obviously that's going to be a storyline. You Him know, and Corbett the, going Exactly. At it. The Browns have to replace Joe Thomas. Yeah. That's, there's no doubt that's going to be a storyline. I feel mm-hmm. like it would have to be. So, you know, I think that this could definitely help Sean Coleman. Um, you know, in Corbett, Corbett too, but you know, Cor- Corbett's a, a a rookie. He's never played in the NFL. For Sean Coleman, this could raise his stock because yeah. he's been in the NFL. Mm-hmm. He's seen it, and he's been getting coached by Joe Thomas, yeah. basically. So, so it's been so cool seeing him. It really is. It's awesome. He was working with Corbett too. It's just yeah. so cool to see. Um, I think there's two guys. They're both rookies. Uh, Antonio Callaway. Uh, he's had his fair share of issues, and I think you know he's definitely going to get some airtime on the show. He'll probably get an interview or something. I think that's going to be an opportunity for him to kind of clear the air and you know say he's ready to move on. And you know I think there's going to be a, a him and Josh Gordon little bonding scenario storyline, yeah. which there should be. I mean they're both battling through you know trying to keep their jobs. And they've had some substance issues, but who doesn't, right? Yep. So that'll be one. And then my other one, which I think this guy could probably blow up from hard knocks. You know who I'm going to say? Yeah. Who do you think I'm going to say? Jannard Avery. Nope. My boy from the U, Chad Thomas. Interesting. Defensive end. Uh, Obviously, I think he's going to be a big guy on hard knocks because of his music career. That's a very like unique talent that not yeah. a lot of guys have. So I think, you know, that's that's going to be a great platform or exposure, whatever you want to say, for his record label and uh, like him as a music producer. I think that's really going to get his name out there because he's he's worked with Rick Ross and Kodak and DJ Khaled and some other guys. So they're going to talk about that and feature him for a little bit on that and. You know, he's got potential to be a good player, too. So I think Chad Thomas could definitely get his name out there and uh, get some big exposure 
for both of his careers that he's working on. Obviously, he said football's first, but I think his uh, his music career could be taken to another level. I mean, he's going to be on one of the most watched shows on HBO every year. So that's uh, that's one I'm definitely looking forward to. He, uh, I don't know if you knew this or not, but he is not participating in their mini OTAs, camp. OTAs, yeah. Yeah. He has like a thumb yeah, injury. He had a her- hernia surgery. Oh, uh, hernia surgery? Yes. I just saw this today, and I had to look it up just to uh, confirm it. But, that um, gives him – he's got a little over. They said, they said he'll be back by July. Yeah. So um, when, when camp starts, he'll be He'll, he'll be, be good back. to go. Yeah. So he'll be – he's the one I'm looking forward to seeing on there, though. Chad Thomas is a cool guy. I've been following him for a long time. Who does Greg Williams blow up on first? Or who who do you think Greg Williams has a massive explosion on? Because it's going to happen to somebody. I'm and going I, to- I cannot wait – to hear Greg Williams speak. Every oh day. yeah, it's fantastic. But um, I'm gonna I'm gonna make a guess real quick and say one of two guys: Jabril Peppers <laughs> or Joe Schobert. Schobert, yes, just because Joe Schobert's gone. Yeah, he's, Joe Schobert lost his job by default. They, they when bring they in Kendricks. They bring Kendricks in, and he's like, he said he's starting at middle linebacker, and Joe Schobert's probably just sitting there with his. <laughs> I, tail. Made, I lost forty pounds well, and made the Pro Bowl for nothing. Yeah, exactly. So I think uh, I think Greg Williams will go off on Joe Schobert at some point. <laughs> I'm I'm kind of looking forward to seeing, and I kind of hope this happens. I think. I think he's going to blow the fuck up on Miles Garrett at some point because he's definitely, you know, he's holding Miles to a high standard. Oh, yeah. And he's going to dip inside and lose contain or get hooked or something. And you're just going to hear Greg Williams have a fucking conniption. Just mother effing him every other word. Oh, man. I can't wait to hear it. Greg Williams' freakouts are, I mean, he should be mic'd up every game and there should be on, uh, FXX. It should be an episode every week of Greg Williams mic'd up. And I've talked about it on the show before. I've heard him talk at a clinic before, and he's the same guy. He was in there, motherfucking people in the <laughs> in the in the meeting room. We're watching film, and he starts screaming at Aaron Donald from That's from Cleveland, great. Ohio. It was awesome. But uh, I think he's another. Just he's going to be a great personality. He's been on Hard Knocks before. I showed you. The, I showed you the one clip. Where if, <laughs> if this guy catches the ball, you, <laughs> me, and everyone in this room is fucking is fired. Fucking fired. <laughs> he said it so calmly too. It was great. It's like he's been there before. I mean, the man got suspended for putting bounties on people. So a great I like personality. That. I like that in a guy. A great personality to have. Yeah. Uh, so hard knocks starting here in just probably a little over what a month, month and a half. But they say August 7th? Yeah, August 7th. Month and a half. So there's four or five episodes. going to be great. Cannot wait. Just so pumped. Finally, the Browns are on it. Yep. It's going to give us a great inside look to it. It's a little bittersweet thing going on. Yeah. How many... Quick question, though. Just thought of this. You think there's a lot of closet Browns fans that kind of come out after, you know, they see this and maybe some hype is given to the Browns? I could see that. I could see a lot of people jumping on the Browns bandwagon. Yeah. Uh, you know, it could be like a, a hipster thing to do. It's the cool thing now. Yeah. You know what I mean? Kind of like skinny jeans and... Uh, please, know. please don't ever put skinny jeans in the Cleveland Browns. In the but uh, here's, here's what I'm getting at. It may look stupid to some people, 
But the people that are a fan of it have always liked it. And then the other people are like, ooh, this is cool. I'll start doing it. Kind of like the same thing. Yeah, but I still, know I could have thinking of still many no better things yes. to compare this to. So I really wasn't thinking on my toes. That's the only thing. But it's all right. You know, it's. I, I think you're going to see some bandwagon. <laughs> the look on your face. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I do. I definitely think it's. Gonna There's going to be the bandwagon is open. It's, I'm not going to lie. Last year, watching the Buccaneers, I was never a huge Jameis Winston fan. I love Jameis, dude. But. After watching that last year, I was like, man, I like the Buccaneers. The kid is I like hilarious. That's what's going to happen with the Browns. James Winston is one of the funniest motherfuckers I've ever seen. I just hope they don't screw it up. I hope the Browns don't screw it up. How would they screw it up? I don't know. Just do something that would make them continue to make them the laughing stock of the NFL. Yeah, I could see something terrible happening. It is, I mean, Hugh Jackson's ass already fell out of his shorts. Yeah, I mean, gosh. Ugh. Who do you think is going to get fired on TV? Fired on TV? Are you talking about a player yeah. or somebody like a household name? Who I see. See, when we signed Michael Kendricks, we got rid of Tank Carter. I felt like Tank Carter would have been the perfect person to keep just to fire him. Yeah. On, on that would have been. Clutch. But uh, I don't know. Someone to fire. I see Carl Nassib getting the shaft. Really? Yes. Interesting. I mean, you got to think we have. Defensive end-wise, Miles, Agba, Chad Thomas, Chris Smith from uh, from the Bengals, uh, Nassib, Nate Orchard, and I think there's one other guy, too. Didn't so, he play a little bit inside last year? Nassib? Yeah, I thought they yeah, moved him like in Yeah, on third down, they moved yeah. him inside, but yeah. I think that's going to be Chad Thomas's thing now, so yeah. who knows. I could see Nassib or Orchard definitely getting fired. I forgot we had Nate Orchard. Yeah, also another guy. Former that, linebacker. Ray I mean, Farmer special. Yeah. Took him in the second round. Nevada, right? Utah. Utah. Yeah. Itaw. No, Utah. Utah. <laughs> nah. Uh, all right. So moving on. Andrew Luck has been spotted throwing TDY football. A real football. Kind of. Would you like to elaborate on this? Is this a TDY football? I heard, you know, the TDYs. That I heard can... it was a quote unquote high school sized yeah. football. Um, you know, what's but the, aren't aren't high school footballs the same? They're a little bit smaller. Okay, but what? I just, I just don't understand what difference that makes if you're throwing a smaller football. I don't know. And he was throwing. So <laughs> this is funny because like everybody's like Andrew Luck's throwing a football. He was throwing it less than ten yards to Reggie Wayne, who has some of the worst CTE I've ever seen. Yeah. And some fat fat guy in the flats. Yeah. That was dressed in street clothes. Yeah. So he, he technically, yes, he technically was throwing a football. But was he really throwing a football? I mean, their first game is in like 80-something days. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't think he's going to be ready. No, I don't think so. They either. better get Brissett ready to go. Cause he's just getting ready for the XFL. I think so. I think his dad's going to hire him. Oliver, hey, he got a big 20 mil. What, crazy. commissioner or whatever? Yeah. It's going to be cool. It will be cool. I'm excited for it. What happened to the Spring League, though? It's. I think it's over. Is it over? I thought they had like three or four games. I only saw two. There's only a few. A lot of those guys are in the CFL now, I think. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what the hell. Manziel made it to the CFL. Yeah. Trash. Yeah, that's cool, though. Lux Dad running the XFL. That'll be awesome. That'll uh, That'll draw some interest. Some that good hands. All over. 
he was athletic director somewhere. He's was on the NFL boards at one point. The guy's all over the place. Uh, Julian Edelman was popped for Peds. PEDs. But it's an unknown substance. An unknown substance. What do you think that substance would be? I really have no idea. Uh, it was probably in his hair gel. Is my guess? I could though. see that something seeping in through his yes, pores. That's that was that's my guess. It was in his hair gel. He's a big chewer. He's got a, he's always got a nice chaw in. Yeah, maybe he uh, maybe sprinkled a little something something in there. Yeah, some contraband was put into his 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 dip. That's perhaps. definitely possible. Uh, he needs to get a little taller. Um, you know, he could have put something in his knees. Just joints to get a little taller. Yeah, you know, yeah, the, I mean, the, the possibilities are really endless. There's all sorts of medical advances. Yeah. Uh, this does open the door for Braxton Berrios. Yes, it does. Season. It does. I mean, I forgot he was drafted by them. I I said when this kid was a fucking freshman at Miami, I'm like, this kid is going to get drafted by the Patriots on day three. Book it, and it sure happened. I think this is gonna this is gonna be a big opportunity for him and. He's going to show out. I think Edelman might lose his job. That'd be scary. No. Nah. He is in a contract year, though, I think, so that'll be interesting. Holdout? <laughs> he he could be holding. You know what? This might just be a holdout in disguise, yeah. a Patriots it's a Patri- holdout. Yeah, it's a Patriots holdout. He said, this I'm is- holding out. Belichick said, you're suspended. <laughs> <laughs> and it's for PEDs. Yeah. Don't know what it is, but you're, wow, you're suspended. Wow, we just cracked the code. Nice. So add Julian Edelman to the holdout list. <laughs> Not the suspension list. Via Patriot way. Yeah. Um, a good friend of the show uh, is with... Oh, Jesus, his pass just hit the... What the hell are you doing? Look out! <laughs> You're a little late on that one. A friend of the show, Christian Hackenberg, is without a job. One of the best friends of the show. Yeah, I, so... I'm pretty sure... Did he not give... Was It was you he gave CTE, right? Yes. He hit yeah, me in the head with a episode pass like seven or from something. Training camp last season from Jets training camp. Yeah, he sailed one out of MetLife Stadium across Pennsylvania to this into the Ohio area. border. Yes, and, and it struck me <laughs> right here in the old Hall of Fame city. Violently just, struck yeah. me in the head. I remember that. That was crazy. It came out of nowhere. But you know what? This when one door closes, another one opens. So Christian. If you would like to join Des Bryant as an intern on this show, <laughs> we are getting an all-star goon squad as our as our uh, our employees. We might we might be able to field a flag football team on that ESPN league by the time this is all said and done. Mm, I don't know. Would Hackenberg be our quarterback? They would. I mean, you could play QB. All right. Okay. As long as I'll Hackenberg snap. can be our water boy. He can he can be water boy. We can throw him some laterals. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe we can throw some double backwards. quarterback system. Yes. Kind of like what uh, Harbaugh was talking about in Baltimore. Today. Yeah. Did you hear that? Yeah. It's like, if we can figure out how to put two quarterbacks out there, then we're working on it. Hey, question, though. Bringing up Des Bryant, I forgot that he was uh, still with us because he's been, you know, well, he during, signed, he signed during the holdout. Yeah. Psych. <laughs> Not what is going on with that, though? What do you think What do you think is taking so long? He's just looking for the right the right thing i think he's looking for somewhere that he can stay long term and i don't think any teams are willing to give him that he wants the one year prove it deal which he is uh, currently proving it with this podcast yeah uh but i think he wants the one year deal and then he wants a guarantee that he's going to get a multi-year deal after that 
if he performs. And I think that's a tough spot for a lot of teams to be in. So, I don't know. I think it's going to take – well, in, he could end up back in Dallas. You never know. I mean, this could go well in the training camp. I was going to say, do you think he's signed by training camp or do you think he waits till mid-preseason uh, I think, play? I think you're going to – the first big receiver training camp injury, preseason injury, I think that's going to be Dez's landing spot. I think so, that's – I'm going to go out on a limb here and say the Packers. <laughs> Another Packers receiver <laughs> yes. down for the count. I could see that. I was actually going to say Jordy Nelson, too. He's going to end up in Oakland. But I think, yeah, the first big one or two receiver injury you see that's going to have a guy out for an extended period of time, I think that's where you go. I mean, if you're if you're like Seattle or Jacksonville. What are you doing? Why are you not? Jump on it. I know you got even if it is just one year, he's gonna prove it. Okay, Seattle brink of playoff team this year. Yeah, Um, uh, Jacksonville made it to the AFC Championship game. I mean, I mean they were a couple plays away from. Yeah, just sign him for a year. If he does it, great. If he doesn't, oh well. You took a chance. You didn't have anybody anyway. Yeah, don't sign Christian Hackenberg. No, do not. He keep him. We need him. him. The free agent. We need him. Yeah, as our intern. Because I think I think. Something tells me he's going to stick around for a while. <laughs> he didn't even make it in Gruden's, Gruden's system here. Yeah, that's that's devastating. They traded for him. And they're like, what have we done? Yep. See ya. Can we get that pick back? Oof, rough times. Uh, moving on. That's all the football talk we have. For that was moment. good football talk. That was, that was some good chatter, you know, some good stuff. That's all we know here at the premier podcast for football's future new name same game nba came and went the finals that was rough it was about that's, that's about the only way it goes okay uh, yeah as expected i mean you know lebron did all he could had one hand one eye and one ankle the guy the he guy really soldiered did. up that's crazy you think he's played his last game as a Cav? i don't um I think that you know, looking looking through it, I I, I think you can pretty much count every team out on the West because that with that how much he plays, yes, yeah. with how much he plays, it won't last in the West. Mm-hmm. So he's got to stay in the East. And then you look at you look at all the teams in the East. You know, Philly. I just don't see it happening. That, it's too much. Two things with Philly um, that I I just don't see it working. They don't have a lot of three-point shooters. Embiid can shoot threes, but he's not a three-point shooter. Simmons can't even shoot a jump shot, period. He can't shoot anything from the foul line back. And I don't know how they'd be able to keep Redick and Bellinelli if they got LeBron. So, you know, your three-point shooting is very limited there. On top of that, LeBron's going to be 34 this year in his 16th season trying to win another title. Do you think he wants to spend – eight to ten months with a bunch of 22 23 year old kids no he wants 21 to play. 20 year old kids he wants to play with some that he's some gonna that are, establish himself. exactly so i i just as talented as philly is i don't think i just don't know if it would work especially because him and ben simmons one of them would have to play off the ball and you know you look at lebron as good as he is with the ball in his hands and then you would you know hurt ben simmons development or if you go vice versa you know, you got to take LeBron off the ball. So there's that. That would be just too many 
too many issues, I think, to to make work. That's just me personally, though. Yeah. Who then, else are you thinking? Um, I mean, there, there's been a lot of chatter about the Celtics. Nah, I, one, no he's way. not going to go to the Celtics. No one, way. he's not going to play with Kyrie again. Two, it'd be the same scenario. You got a bunch of young guys that you mm-hmm. gotta you gotta build this rapport with now, and it's, I don't think that would work. Um, honestly, <laughs> I don't know if he. I want to go on a, a, a on a tiny, tiny, tiny little limb out, you know, sticking out from this tree that could break at any second. Toronto, Canada, going to Canada, a eh? with you know with Lowry. I always thought DeRozan would be a perfect shooting guard to play with. LeBron. Exactly, they're a good three point shooting team. You know, give him the ball; he can drive and kick. Put yeah. you guys in the corners like he likes. From a personnel standpoint, I think that'd be a good fit. But I don't think you'd want to go to Canada. Eh, I don't know about all that. I heard Toronto's pretty cool, but yeah, um, yeah, I agree. I, I think, I think he sticks it out in Cleveland. Um, I think there's definitely going to be a major fourth, our roster's going to fourth be. roster shakeup in pretty much the past year. Yeah, I don't, um, I don't. Well, we have to, you know, if you want to, if you want to, you know, LeBron. you know, we showed we belong in this series. I definitely weren't talented enough to win it, but we yeah. belonged in that series. Yeah, you add one or two more guys, and you know, get a few guys out of there. I think it's a it's our fortune could change. Well, I mean, you hear people say too. Well, they came out that one of the Warriors players said it, uh, Kyrie is the difference. Mm-hmm. You know, not having Kyrie there, it kind of keeps Cleveland out of the series. Yeah. But I think I trying to get a guy like Damian Lillard would be a great fit with LeBron, a point guard that can push it up the court, create his own shot, distribute, yep, score, score well, score from anywhere, um, play a I little defense. He, I always too. thought him and Kyrie were very similar in a style of play. So that'd be sweet. I, I mean, think I think the Trailblazers are close to breaking yeah. that up. You know, they, it's about time they have to start. Yeah, they're at a point where they're beating their head against a wall, yeah. so or butting their head against the ceiling, but. uh you know, Lillard, obviously Kawhi Leonard. I don't know how that would work salary-wise. Kyrie come back? That'd be awesome. That'd be so awesome. That would be hilarious. If LeBron went to Boston and Kyrie just got mad and came back to Cleveland next year. <laughs> There's been a lot of questions about him sticking around in yeah. Boston, too. So who Let's knows talk about him about. maybe going to the Knicks. Um, There's going to be some moves made across the league, though. Uh, if LeBron does leave, I think it's going to be a sign-and-trade scenario. He's not going to leave us high and dry. If he does leave, I'm begging it to be the Lakers so we can get Lonzo Ball in a sign trade. Just saying. No. Yes. And Absolutely. it's going to happen. I'm not getting back into this ball bullshit. It could happen. I'm telling you. We could. No. Big baller brand could be coming to Cleveland. Nope. Not happening. Just telling you. But yeah, we'll see what the Cavs end up doing. Uh, the Warriors plane, unfortunately, did not crash on the way back to Oakland. So they had their parade today. There was like eight people there. Yep. I think there were more people at a JV basketball game at a Division Six high school than this parade in Alaska. How's that? How's that fun? You know? How's it? I don't know. In Alaska. I, don't know. I mean, they're talented. That's for sure. So. They definitely deserve to win. They were loaded. They should have won. I mean, that's expected. They're all a bunch of biddies, though. So Big yeah, time biddies. Did you see Draymond, Draymond's shirt? Oh, yeah, I saw it. I don't, he is obsessed with LeBron. When you, try, when you try that hard to try to piss somebody off, 
They own that uninterrupted thing together. Yeah. They're homies. They just fuck with each other. Oh, yeah, I know. But he loves... Draymond's good at trolling. He is. He is. But he loves trying to piss off LeBron. Interesting. Hmm. We'll see. Hmm. Off-season is just getting started. We'll know what LeBron's doing here in about a month. There was talk, though, that uh, it came out. Gary Payton came out yesterday and said that. I saw that. Yeah, and then uh, someone said that they called this school, uh, an official at the school, and they said, said, that's news to us. Gary Payton, no wonder you're not on TV anymore. Yeah, who really knows? Oh, man. The Capitals finally won a title. How about that, huh? Ovechkin got a ring or got the cup, however you want to say it, and the man is just on a rampage right now. If I was his wife right now, I would be... um, She's probably excessively sore. She's either sore or she's not around. She, If I were her, I would have been gone. But you look at a guy like Alex Ovechkin, and you see how ugly he is. For him to land a wife like he has is impressive. Yeah. He's, so maybe she is around. He's probably got a hammer. You know, yeah, you know. he has to. What What do you think Ovechkin's going to do next? You know, he's been <sighs> swimming in fountains. He was drinking beers at the, the Nationals game out of the Stanley Cup. He was sleeping with the Stanley Cup. He, he was, was recently seen dancing somewhere today. He was um, uh, keg standing Yeah, the, the Stanley Cup. But um, I could see him in the near future, trying to fit it up his ass. <laughs> Keistering I could, I could the see, Stanley Cup. I could see Alex Ovechkin keistering the Stanley Cup. <laughs> I mean, there's really, you really can't take anything out because from what I have seen, this guy drinks so much and gets so drunk that literally anything could happen. He's a raging alcoholic. Well, you know what? This is the that's a hockey player though. A, yeah, a coworker of mine was married to a, an NHL player, and at their wedding, they actually ran out of booze Nuh-uh. within the first two hours because all the hockey players in attendance consumed Just drank so much that much. Uh, so those guys go hard. Um, I don't know what Ovechkin's going to do next. I think he might just die. There's a good chance of that, too. Like I said, you can't count (laughs) anything out. He could just die, and they'll keep his ashes on the top of the Stanley Cup like an urn. That would be a guess of mine. I mean, He'd probably be happy with that. Yeah. You know, this is for Mother Russia. (laughs) (laughs) Something like that. Him talking at the um, parade, their parade today, was uh, funny. Oh, yeah. Um, But their parade... Holy shit. Yeah. A sea of red just nonstop. That was that put the Cleveland parade to shame. Yeah. That was impressive. I it's think. hockey too, man. Like yeah. holy shit. Unbelievable. Yeah. That was a sight to see, but congrats. good for them though, yeah. Yeah, congrats to the Caps, you know. And you know, we didn't even talk about the Las Vegas Knights, you know, coming in as an expansion team and making it to the Stanley Cup finals. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. That's amazing. Yep. So good for them too. Yeah, that just a, a cool year for hockey. Mm-hmm. I'm not a big hockey guy. I'm not either. I watched a few seconds of a few playoff games, but uh, it's cool to see Ovechkin finally get the monkey off his back. And uh, he's this is the summer of Ovechkin. And you know, sure. I never put into perspective what it would be like if he won it. 
you know mm-hmm. his actions afterwards and if i were to have thought about that this is exactly what it would have been just going absolutely insane if lebron was like ovechkin what do you think lebron would do when he won a title probably burnt down cleveland <laughs> <laughs> i don't know something crazy Went i could see him just like him and rihanna probably would have hooked up i could see him throwing like hundred dollar bills off just a huge sack of hundred dollar bills off the top of a building in cleveland that could have happened banging rihanna on top of a convertible just during the parade or something yep i would love but, to see that side of lebron see it's hard to say that about lebron because he's never He's never been that kind of person, you know, crazy oh, yeah. like that. But I do want to say this real quick. His broken hand. Broken hand. Um, what do you think the whiteboard looks like? You know, with all the with all the questions about when LeBron gets in confrontation and him kind of standing back while everybody else does it, did his hand get more hurt than the whiteboard or was do you think the whiteboard looked pretty shattered? I'm sure – well, here's what I listened to uh, McNenneman, Dave, Mc, the guy from ESPN. Yeah. He was on Bull and Fox the other day. And he said, when you walk into the locker room, the whiteboard is directly to your right. It's a massive whiteboard attached to the wall. So he probably fucking jacked that thing with his right hand right when he walked in, put a hole in it, and then hit the concrete wall on the other side. That would be my guess as to how it happened. Because okay. I think LeBron versus a whiteboard, LeBron's probably winning that battle. 10 times out of 10. All right. I was just curious because, you know, I've seen, you know, scuffles on the court and he's never in them. He's, he's always standing back. Avoid, he takes the high road. That's what I can always appreciate. Bit of a pussy. He's, he's big on taking the high road. <laughs> okay. I'm a big fan of that. Last thing I want to talk about. Yes. Kanye West. All right. I don't know much. I mean, I listen to a little bit. It's been showed me. three straight weeks. He's released an album that he's either done or produced. Did Pusha T's album, all the beats on that, and a feature. It was awesome. Did his solo album. That was pretty sweet. And then him and Kid Cudi's album was amazing. I heard. Big fan. I heard him and Kid Cudi's was probably yeah, the best one. It's really fun. good. It, uh, it has some vintage Cudi and Kanye feels to it, but it also has like a very new and different feel to it as well so interesting it uh it's definitely something that our lovely listeners have we decided on a name yet the g squad the g squad that sounds extremely sexual and i like it i can i mean i can i can mess with that at black underscore dave 87 send us a name and at agent glute 007 please stop sending us naked pictures (laughs) send us a name for our fan base instead (laughs) all right is that it i think so all right daytona by Pusha t yay by kanye west and kids see ghost check the three albums out Nas's album comes out friday kanye also did that it's gonna be great probably so some good tunes for your summer only with the best information provided here on new name same game the premier podcast for football's future all right that's all we got for you this week guys we will be back next week stay out of trouble as of now you're called the g squad that is subject to change though see you next week see you next week